This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast, where men come to get over themselves so they can get to the next level for their health, wealth, and relationships in ways we never thought possible before, doing it together as one. Good morning, fellas. Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wright. In this morning's episode, actually, I should say this week's episode, right? I'm recording in the morning because I'm taking a little morning walk. Just finished one up. And, you know, a lot of times I get up, I get the body moving, and it just helps things flow better. No, I'm not talking about your morning trip to the bathroom, guys. I'm talking about your thoughts. My thoughts flow better. My uh, emotional maturity seems to flow better. Emotional intelligence seems to flow better. Uh, I'm able to see things a little bit more, a little bit more clearly for for how they are, for where I need them to be, and for what I need to do to get them there. Uh, so I, I highly encourage each of you guys to, you know, get your body moving when you wake up. It's the last thing you want to do, but it's one of the best things you can do. Um, and so this morning, you know, I was, I was thinking about just how much, um, how much our, our problems with other people seem to really generate from within ourselves. And I know you're thinking, well, what do you, <laughs> what do you mean by that? And, uh, and and this is in no way dismissive of other people's wrong actions, okay? This is more so in uh, a statement regarding our reactions to those things. So we, whether we know it or not, tend to project our own dissatisfaction onto others, especially when something's done or said or whatever that is eerily similar to something either that we dislike about ourselves, past or present, or something that's been done to us, past or present. So, for example, um, you know, if, if you feel like somebody has been dishonest with you, okay, perhaps... All right, and I, and I'm not laying this out as a set in stone fact, but perhaps something to consider is: Do you have a history of people close to you who haven't been truthful? You know, was it a pattern for your parents to hide things from you? And I'm not talking about your Christmas presents. I'm talking about factual details. As in, um, it was commonplace to know something different was occurring, yet you were being told the opposite. And that eventually, the truth came out. It planted more and more seeds of distrust. Right? Like, these, these are the people... Who are supposed to lay out the roadmap for our life. And 
they've chosen deceit. And so I think in a lot of us, it it causes us to either adopt that same pattern of deceiving others. And it could be totally like harmless in the intent, but it's still deceit. So we can either choose to take that route of adopting deception or, or maybe it's both, um, going so far in the other direction of hating deception that we're totally repulsed by anyone that gives off the air of deceit. And sometimes I, I've speaking personally, I adopted both. <laughs> um, so I, I think early on for the majority of my life, I've found a way to, I was always gravitated towards like movies and TV. And, and then when I got, I think like eighth grade and in high school, I became very attracted to the idea of, you know, plays and acting and theater. And I realized like, man, it's a way for me to get away with deception and have no consequences except for to be applauded for how well I was able to deceive them. Right? Like how messed up is that? Um, but then just all the, all the little ways that trickles out into the personal life, um, and when it goes unchecked, like it, it can really become exhausting. So having become more aware of that in recent years and, and really it like early on took a ton of effort to catch my first reaction to be like, deny. And then, okay, I admit it. <laughs> it was like first instinct. No. Yes. Yes, I did. Like, <laughs> There's, there's no telling just like how, how long that goes back to where that becomes your default. All right. So think about this in your own day to day. Where do you do this? Now you don't have to be brutally honest in every single detail of your life, right? There's still some things that don't need to be anybody's business, but if it affects somebody, right, if it can impact somebody in a harmful way, as in their own trust of you or whether or not they feel like they can trust you, then that's significant. You know, that's, that's something you need to kind of run through the balance every time there's a decision that needs to be made about, okay, will this impact them or will it not? Will this impact our relationship or will it not? And if the answer is always yes, then just come out with it. Oftentimes, the lengths at which we go to perpetuate the deception is far more exhaustive and far worse than the actual truth. And so, guys, I know you might be thinking, well, well, I finally came clean on this thing after a while. And, you know, it wasn't really that big a deal, but um, turns out to, you know, to my partner, she thought it was a big deal that I'd lied about it for so long and told so many other lies to cover it up that, um, you know, she was really hurt by it. Well, yeah. <laughs> can you blame her? Just like, can you blame you when that's happened to you? All right. Because that's, 
Potentially that's why you're so sensitive to it and others is because you've done it or you have the tendency to do it. And so you, you pick up on your bullshit detector, right? It becomes hypersensitive and you start to notice like, all right, this doesn't add up. And then you find yourself fixated on trying to uncover the clues and the truth because, well, clearly they're not going to give it to me. So I've got to find out for myself. Here's the thing. There's, there's a place for that. But keep in mind, too, that potentially you could be running away with a narrative that your mind's creating in order to make the pieces fit. Right? Like you could be getting all worked up for a story that isn't totally true. But in your mind, that's the only thing that makes sense. It might not totally be true. So continue to... Here's, here's the thing about communication, all right? And this is from a lot of trial and error, and I know that I'll have a lot more trial and error to go for the rest of my life, but it's so much easier when both parties feel safe. And I'm not talking about a physical threat of danger, but both parties have to feel safe to be able to be open, right, and vulnerable, saying that, look, you need to feel comfortable telling me what needs to be said, even though I might not like it. You know, like, hey, yeah, I totally spent too much money on this thing and um, I tried to hide it from you because I didn't want to upset you. And I'm, you know, it, it, it turned into a, a, a way worse situation by me covering it up than I should have. That, that type of stuff, you know, or even at shit, it could be worse, you know, like it could be serious things, but if you're wanting to get to the bottom of it and if you want resolution, whether it be to continue to work on trusting this person or part ways with that person in your life, whether it be an employee or business partner or romantic partner, friendship, whatever, family member, you have to be able to evaluate What's the truth and how does that make me feel? Right? So for that to happen, I believe, and and I know that various other, um, you know, relationship experts, uh, business gurus, any category that this situation could fall into, they would all agree that that people have to feel that they're safe to be open, right? And to tell the truth. Otherwise, they will hide and deceive. I, you know, like I take it back to, was it like Adam and Eve, right? So like they, and, and biblical scholars, bear with me here. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a verbatim uh, Christian. So I do know this though, that shame came from the Garden of Eden. Right, and the way that they described it, they realized that they were uh, they were naked after eating the the fruit, um, and so they hid. Right, like they felt shame for realizing, "Hey, I'm exposed, so I'm going to hide." And man, how true is that for our own lives? And not just ourselves, but it, I mean, like if it's true for us, it's true for others. 
So sometimes when you've lied, sometimes when other people have lied to you, it's not always been to, to do harm, right? It's not always been the intention. But sometimes, and it depends on the situation, guys. So again, there's a sliding scale here. But you have to discern whether this is something I need to get to the bottom of in order for this to be worked through, or this is something I have no need of, and I don't want it in my life. And that's only for you to know. I've had those situations where I've had it on the scales of, all right, this is something that that is important to me. It doesn't seem like it's quite a uh, a deal breaker, so I'm willing to hear. You know, like I need to be open, let them feel like they can communicate whatever it is they feel like they were afraid to communicate before for fear of either my reaction or whatever my response might be, the judgment, the shame, whatever the case. Um, but they need to feel like they can come to me with this, just like I need to be able to feel like I can come to this them with it so that that way I don't end up following that same pattern of, of hiding out of shame, right, or guilt. Like I've had those situations or I've had the ones where it's like, you know what? I don't need this because if they're going to lie about this, then they're going to lie about everything. And so, see ya. So you always have to dis- like be able to discern. Always look for the wisdom and the discernment to be able to do what's best for the situation at hand. That's why I think hard and fast rules are hard to apply in each and every scenario. Some people live that way and it's and, and life becomes very simple for them. Sometimes they tend to not have deep and meaningful interactions with other people, right? As a result, it's all surface level. It's either easy or it's not. If it's not, you're gone. But it's just something to think about. Like what what about it uh in others upsets us so much? And if it's like I said being lied to, or um, somebody that seems to go over the top, right, with trying to be liked, or somebody who is, um, you know, trying to, to really prove themselves with what they can accomplish professionally, sometimes as a way to compensate for another area of lack, Um you tend to pick up on that or you might be more annoyed by that because you're annoyed about it in yourself. <sighs> Sip my tea on that one. It just worked out. That was a perfect timing for it because I was craving some more of the tea. Um, but seriously, and think about this. In some of the actions that somebody's done that's upset you, was it a situation where you hate that quality about yourself? something to consider. Um, so I want to leave you guys with this thing. When you're in a situation and you find yourself getting upset with somebody or upset about somebody's actions, try 
as best you can. One, control your breath, right? Because if you can control your breathing, you control your heart rate. You can slow it down. Slow down your heart rate a little bit. You can control the amount with which these chemicals will flood your stress centers. And you can think a little bit more clearly. But sometimes you just need to take time away from the situation. 20 minutes, 30 minutes tops. I don't know, like the research has shown where you're, you're chemical response has dampened a bit to the point where you could be more logical. But after that time, think about, all right, why is this upsetting me so much? Is it the specific situation or is it because it reeks of prior situations, either with this person or in my life, and they happen to trigger something? Right, So that gives you the opportunity to work through that. And you can either look inward and go, okay, this is a little bit more a me thing than it is a them thing, but I still need to have a discussion with them about it and how it triggered something in me and how I think that I'd like to discuss it in order for this to be improved going forward. That comes across a lot better (laughs) and can be a lot more productive. But if you get to the the resolution of, hey, um, this is this specific situation, but now I'm at a place where I can think and feel a little bit more calmly, and then that way I can communicate it in a better way. Instead of assassinating their character or uh, immediately putting them up on the defensive, which accomplishes nothing. So anyway, guys, I want you to kind of go about your week this week and think about You know, what situations am I facing right now that are a little bit more reflective of issues in myself or in the past as opposed to this specific situation? But be able to figure out how to discern, right? Is this a a right now thing or is it a before thing, like in the past? Hopefully that was helpful, guys. Um... Really appreciate you guys and and the support that I'm getting from you all Um, as listeners and followers along with the podcast really means a lot to me that you guys uh, think so much of it and how you're telling me how it's been so helpful. And, you know, it really just continues to inspire me to keep not just sharing my story, but sharing some of the takeaways from what I've learned the hard way. You know, just and maybe like, hey, you can do this in a way that's not quite as hard as the way I've chosen to go about it. But I didn't know, right? Like, I didn't know. Um, so a lot of a lot of the people I had to look to weren't doing the work on themselves, and so I just I kind of just learned what a broken, skewed perspective of other people and and myself in the world was. So it's been a it's been a cool journey, you know. Like it, it really has. I there have been times I've I've been mad at God. There have been times I've been mad at myself. Times I've been mad at other people. Um, but you know, the more I, I learn and live and work through it, the more I realize that it's. I mean, there's a lot more I can control. By sometimes just realizing that I'm not in total control, and that's totally fine. Things flow a lot easier that way. So hopefully you guys can can get to that kind of place or you're working towards it already. 
But anyway, guys, if you if you like the podcast, wherever you're listening to it right now, whether it be Spotify or iTunes or whatever, please, if you can, help me spread the word. Right? And how do you do that? So you subscribe, download all the episodes, leave a rating, leave a comment with your rating. And that really helps go a long way because that puts it up in the rankings where that way it it pushes it in front of more people who might be looking for a podcast like this, who might be looking for information on a topic like the ones I share. And then if they choose not to like it, that's on them, right? You've done your part by trying to help another guy. And so that, that means a lot to me. Um, Just, you know, I, I, I feel like God gives us gifts. He gives us situations, experiences in order for us to use it to help others and not to be selfish with it. And it's taken me a long time to kind of want to face that. And it's been almost a year now I've been doing this and it's been one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. So I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Thank you for for not only listening, um, but for finding some kind of way to apply it to your own life like that blows my mind uh, so I, I really am inspired by you guys and thank you so much love each and every one of you brothers just leave it with this last saying if you can and if it's meant something to you please share it with somebody else you know all right brothers have a great rest of your week let's get after it all right let's be a little bit more self-aware it can it can help really change your life So y'all take care until next week. We'll see you later. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode, as well as taking a screenshot with the tag Becoming a Better Man. So that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities, and their families.